where I live in California, you travel all the way south to a little country called Mexico. With beaches, tequila, and Elendil all in town. Today on Millennial in Place, we travel to Mexico, and I am your host, Tara Lynn. Hi everybody, I'm James Storzano, and my occupation is a teacher, but I also love to travel. And in 2019, I had the privilege of being able to go to Mexico for the first time ever. And it was a really, really unique experience. Um, a lot of memories, um, not so much a culture shock because I'm already Hispanic, but it, there's definitely a differ differentiation between the U.S. and Mexico, but it was really nice. I would definitely go back again, definitely recommend it. Um, I'm originally from Daly City, South San Francisco area, but now I live in Fairfield, California, which doesn't have much to offer, but, you know, I definitely am about the city life and I have it in me, so that's why I like to, you know, take adventures in life because, you know, being in the middle of nowhere will make you want to do that. And then the best part about all this is we're actually friends in real life. So right. <laughs> um, so, okay, so you went to Mexico with your homies. So what part of Mexico did you go to? So um, my friend has family from the state of Jalisco. And the capital of Jalisco is Guadalajara. So we went there primarily. And... We just kind of explored around there and a couple of the other um, towns nearby. We went to Tequila, where they actually make the tequila. And they have like, like kind of similar to how they have wineries here and wine tastings. They have, you know, they give the tours and they do tequila tastings over there. Uh -huh. And um, mm. we also went to another smaller town, but has the kind of like a, still like a really like old town, small town feel with um, called Tarquepaque, and that place was really cool because they have a lot of um, like folk dancing, which I call um, baile folklorico. So, like you know, kind of like you see in you know tourism things of how people try to portray Mexico. You know, the ladies with the with the big flowy dresses, really colorful. The yeah. guys with the hats and like the you know intricate embroidered um, suits, and it was just really really cool experience. It was one of the highlights for me. But um, yeah, there's just so much to do in Mexico. Did you? I'm, sorry. Did you learn any cool dances while you were out there? You know, not so much. <laughs> I didn't learn any new dances. Um, I just kind of really watched, <laughs> and I wasn't. I didn't really get the chance to be put into a situation where there would be dancing. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure that. If I was, I'd probably be able to handle it. <laughs> See, considering considering my background, you know. Um, so yeah, so no on the new dances. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when you went to Mexico, was there like a specific reason that you went there? Or did you were you just like, let's go? Yeah. So my friend actually. Um, invited me initially he was like hey i'm going to mexico he told me he has family over there he was like you should come with me and i was like yeah dude for sure i'm like i'm so down because 
at that time I didn't even, I hadn't even been out of the country yet. So I was like, I was like, you know what? Like I haven't even been to where my family is from. So I was like, well, let's go to Mexico. So I made the, you know, the necessary arrangements to go. And um, we went down there primarily to visit his girlfriend who lives over there. And we stayed with his aunt who lives a little bit outside of um, the central of Guadalajara. And, you know, that was a plus because we didn't have to pay for a hotel. So, you know, like you save money there. Yeah. It was, it was, like I said, I think staying there definitely with his aunt made the experience a lot more like tailored to to our advantage too because you know locals have a lot of more knowledge than somebody who's going there for the first time and they can definitely they could definitely like give you pointers and you know show you you know show you around or tell you where to go you know where's the place to be what are the good places to um spots to eat at mm-hmm. and so um i think that definitely made it um a personalized experience but definitely doesn't limit you know others that decide to go over there right so when you were there i mean i know the answer to this question but like i don't think other people might but when you were there did you find it easy to communicate with people while you were there yes so i i speak spanish um i've known spanish since i was little my mom spoke spanish to me a lot um the my place of worship is you know main language is Spanish. So, you know, over time, yes, Spanish has become ingrained into my brain. And so, um, it was easy and almost actually kind of felt more natural. It was weird that after I came back, I spoke Spanish to people like here and I, I don't know how or why, but I just automatically just felt like more like pressure. And over there, it's just super like, I don't know. It was just, weird to me how I felt more comfortable speaking Spanish over there compared to here. (laughs) That's dope. I love that. Uh, You know, I'm jealous of the fact that you speak Spanish, though. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You've expressed that a few times. I know. Probably every (laughs) single time we talk. I'm like, James, I want to know. I want to speak Spanish. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely one of the more easier languages to learn. I know. know. But, like, I know no Spanish where I literally, if I was dropped in a Spanish-speaking place, I could get around. Like, Spanish, like, like, Mexican Spanish, not, like, Spain Spanish. Like, I'm like, I don't... Right. That's a whole other game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because, like, you know, like, because I feel like in the States, especially in California, like, we are taught, like, we're taught Spanish... We're taught a different version of Spanish than we would use out here because, like, you know, where you and I grew up, it's mm-hmm. there's a lot of like Spanish speaking people, but it's not as formal as like Catalonian Spanish. It's more exactly, slang. yeah, definitely. So, like, if I was thrown into like a place where they spoke the type of Spanish that like you and I know, I could be like, yeah. Where is, where, how do I get home? I don't know. Ah, how do I right, get where, here? Donde está el hotel? Right. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. <sighs> so when you were there, like, how how did you guys get to the state that you guys visited? So I actually flew down um, on my own. My friend went over um, a week early to kind of have more time with his girlfriend down there. So I flew out there actually with his dad, who was also going down to uh, visit his family. And I flew Ido Mexico, which I definitely recommend if you're going to Mexico to fly that airline because they're just so hospitable and welcoming on that flight. Um, they definitely seek out your, you know, your comfort and everything. And you get like, they offer you tequila shots on the flight like as much as you want and it's like super cool okay turn up yes i'm about right that. like <laughs> it's only a four-hour flight like it's not that long but you know still like yeah and anything get... to make it a little more interesting <laughs> and you get more tipsy <laughs> when you're in the air so like <laughs> exactly <laughs> very into that so did you what airport did you fly from i flew out of um sfo because i mean I have flown to other places through there and it's just, it's just a lot easier for me because I'm familiar with it, mm-hmm. you know, with the setup and everything, um, compared to other airports that I've been to in the past. Did you, when you guys were in Mexico, did you guys like have a plan while you were there? Or did you just like wing it? You're like, oh, let's just do whatever you want. <laughs> So, so my friend, you know, his girlfriend's from there. Um, he has he had been down there, you know, a few times, and I and I believe he has also gone, you know, in prior in the past, you know, frequently. And so he had more of a plan. He would kind of just like present the plan to me mm-hmm. and be like, "Look, we could do this, this, and this, or this." And it was kind of just like an exchange of like, "Okay, well, I think that sounds cool, so let's do that." Mm-hmm. And then there would be things that he would suggest to me that he wanted to do. And I'd be like, okay, like I'm a team player. Like when it comes to traveling, if somebody else wants to do something and it may be out of maybe what I have in mind or what I'm used to doing, I definitely will still go for it. Right. So it was, a, it was a lot of like, you know, back and forth. There were some plans that were, had to be canceled, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, he had most of the plans and he obviously, he honestly came out with a lot of, you know, good things to do because there were moments where it was just him and I, you know, having to just explore and I had to take his word for it. Yeah. And it, it was cool. I am highly satisfied with everything that we did over there. And yeah, it was, I would definitely rely on somebody who knows right? what's, what's available, right. you know, yeah, that's, like, so important, being, like, being able to, like, rely on somebody who's, like, been to that place or, like, has been to that mm-hmm. country and they know what's going on because, like, you can read, I feel like you can read as much as you want and you can do as much research as you want, but, like, you still, like, have no idea, like. <laughs> like yeah, exactly, what? because, I mean, the thing is, like, there are touristy places uh-huh. and there are other places that aren't necessarily tourist you know, attractions, and sometimes those can end up being more special than the actual touristy place, you know? Right. So it's it's really important to just, I think, have an open mind when you're traveling, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and to want to have those 
more unique experiences when you're traveling. Right. Because it just makes a trip that much more memorable, that much more enjoyable in the moment. So yeah, definitely recommend going off the grid. Yes, I'm very interested. (laughs) (laughs) It's more adventurous that way. Right, exactly. When you guys, so when you guys were visiting Mexico, did you guys take public transportation or did you take the taxis or did you rent a car? Oh yeah, everywhere. We we used a lot of the public transportation over there. Um, it's set up very similar to how uh, public transportation is out here in the Bay Area, just a lot cleaner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so we we there were times where we would. Um, you know, others, locals would, that we knew would pick us up, you know, and drive us around and show us around. It was um, a little bit of both, but we did do a lot of um, public transport, especially into, you know, the center of Guadalajara. When we went up to, um, to Tequila, um, the tour that we went through actually, like, set up transportation. So we went in this van, and they took us, like, out there, because it was about a I think two to three hour drive <clears throat> from the center of Guadalajara. And so we were like, yeah, we're not going to drive that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Plus the roads over there are, they're a lot bumpier than they are out here. Uh-huh. So one of us was probably like freaked out and like maybe got into car accident. But yeah, so we relied heavily on, know public transportation right that makes sense i go back and forth with public transportation i think like if it's a country where i can speak the language i'm like comfortable and like i can do it but if i don't like speak the language i'm like does that mean exit i don't know Ah." right (laughs) so what like is there anything that you wish you would have known before you went to that before you went to mexico before that you didn't or that you think would have helped you out? Mm, you know, I guess, because I know Mexico has this stigma on it as being, you know, a place where you have to be really careful and there's a lot of pit pockets and it's, you know, can be higher in crime and a lot of people tend to freak out, you know, when you tell them like, oh, I'm going to Mexico. And we literally went and didn't have any issues with any of that of course it's important to be you know aware of your surroundings Mm -hmm. but um i just kind of wish i would have got a little bit more positivity from other people you know not not so much of like oh you have to be careful you know type of situation because it just automatically puts like that you know that little aspect of negativity in your own head Mm -hmm. and it almost kind of like takes away you know the excitement and the joy you have of you know taking this trip seeing I was it was going to be my first time I just wanted people to tell me like you're going to have a great time and it's going to be good and you know don't worry about getting robbed and stuff like that you know because it literally did not happen at all right No. no like I think like that's the thing about like that's like the catch 22 about traveling it's like you know there are people who have had really bad experiences in countries and it always mm-hmm. seems like those bad experiences and those bad like that negative stigma of a place like always seems to get a lot more attention than like the positives 
And right. like, people are so scared. It makes people really scared. And then they're like, oh my God, well, I heard that like this person went there and they got all their money taken and Lottie, now they're like stranded there. And it's like, no, that that's not everybody's experience. It's just one person's experience. Like you can't, you can't like right. get that out there exactly. to the world, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So... What? Why? 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 Why do you travel, James? <laughs> so, I feel that after I moved from South San Francisco to Fairfield, where I live now, I, I kind of felt like I was being confined to this bubble. And I don't like feeling like that. I think from a very young age, I knew I wanted to you know, see different places and learn different cultures and have, you know, adventures in different places. So that's why I really like to travel. I I appreciate, you know, the diversity of, you know, different cultures and, and, and humans that exist. And so I think that by traveling, you're, you're able to immerse yourself into those places and, and experience them. And, and, and just see human human nature and, and, and life from a, from a different perspective. And at the end of the day, you, you know, you can come to the conclusion that we all may do certain thing, things differently or have different customs, but, you know, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. And I think it's recognizing that we're all the same. But we have all these differences. It allows us to, you know, just appreciate each other more. Right. I completely agree with that. Like, I think that's, like, one of the things that I've learned, come to learn from traveling is, like, you know, people are amazing. And I think people are incredible. Mm -hmm. And that's why I do it, because, like, not only are people incredible here in my homeland, but they're also incredible, like, all, like, 4,000, 3,000 miles away. So Mm -hmm. it's, like, you kind of get, like, addicted to, like, finding more amazing people and that's what traveling does exactly <laughs> so what is your dream travel partner or can you describe your dream travel partner so this was <laughs> this is something i think we kind of like have talked about very briefly but <laughs> somebody that would be an ideal travel partner it would definitely be somebody that you know is um down to earth knows how to have fun and like you know turn up when it's time to turn up but also be serious when it's time to be serious mm-hmm. um somebody that definitely has a same kind of sense of humor that i have um somebody that you know also shares the same interests and somebody who can kind of like you can have that like you don't have to have everything in common but if you can at least share interest in something that they're interested in and appreciate it and then vice versa, I think that's really important when you're traveling with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I just think that those are the things that really make up a good travel partner because I mean, if you're traveling with somebody, you have to get along with them (laughs) to a certain extent, you know, or else, you know, are you really friends? (laughs) You know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and it's like you're going to be living with them kind of for like a very small amount of time. So you Oh, yeah. Be... You have to like get along. Yeah, cuz if you don't, then it's just going to be like a very unfun trip. 
Definitely. So the next question that I have for you is when you travel, do you like to meet locals or do you like to meet up with other travelers? So I think it depends um, where you're traveling to. I know that some some locations, some places in the world that have this stigma of how the people from there are definitely can affect if somebody's going to be even open-minded to interacting with, you know, locals. So it just really depends, you know, how much you know about the culture. Um, but it's also, I think, important to kind of be a little bit more open-minded mm-hmm. in that aspect too, because like we already kind of talked about, like locals can be like, you know, they can come in clutch, especially when you're in a new place and they can definitely recommend, you know, those little, you know, non-touristy places that, you know, can turn out to be, you know, even more enjoyable experiences than the touristy spots. Right. Absolutely. And like, that's incredible when you get to like, kind of support a local's lifestyle. Like, Mm-hmm. you could be like i want a coffee and then they'll be like i'll take you to my little coffee shop that i like to go to instead of going to starbucks so that's what's up i love that right exactly so we are going to play a game oh you know how i, I mean, love games I, lo- I like games i do know <laughs> okay so we are going to play a game of this or that so basically i'm going to ask you one thing okay. and then you have to choose which thing you want okay okay ready ready excited okay you have like two seconds to like choose Bare- probably not even oh. two seconds okay so road trip or new country ding, ding. new country uh city or village ding, ding, ding. city <laughs> a tour bus or choose your own adventure city bus <laughs> no tour bus Oh, tour bus. That's what I meant. <laughs> there was a bus in there somewhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, souvenirs or Instapics? Instapics. <laughs> do it for <laughs> the gram or do it for memories? <laughs> do it for memories. <laughs> okay. Solo trip or trip with friends? Trip with friends. Sight. Wait. No, 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 no. Travel agent or plan yourself? Plan yourself. That's the last question. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, James, for joining me and us, and I guess anybody else who like listens to this today. We had a lot of fun talking to you, and it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. We can't wait to hear about your next adventure, which will probably be with me on another virtual call playing some game. I can't wait to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I will let you go and I will talk to you later. Okay, thanks. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you so much to everyone who's been listening to the show. And thank you to James for coming on the show. You can learn more about him at his Instagram, jsolo92, and his Twitter, jamsolo. And check him out at his blog, mrjsoloblog.social. I'm Terilyn, and I will catch you all on the next episode of Millennial in Place. Thank you.